0: You're listening to It's Complicated, doing business during coronavirus, a weekly podcast produced by Atlanta Business Chronicle. I'm Crystal Edmondson. Each week, we'll bring you interviews, information, and insight to empower you during these extraordinary times. This week, building a pipeline of Black business owners. We take a closer look at what's behind the Center for Black Entrepreneurship
1: at the Atlanta University Center. How do we help students create a business And as the businesses are evolving, how do you translate that business concept and have a business that will create wealth?
0: Also, how one organization is helping Black founders in Atlanta scale up.
2: Some businesses might have that potential to be a a very large company someday, and we wanna make sure that there's not a barrier in our community that is keeping them from getting the right mentors, potentially the right capital, even the right talent into their organization.
0: But before we get to all that, here are this week's top business headlines, three stories you need to know about. First, the Home Depot has been able to build its business even during the pandemic. The company reporting this week during its recent fiscal year, it earned a profit of nearly $13 billion. That's up from $11 billion in the previous year. Sales surged 20% during the same period. But Home Depot says it's unsure whether the COVID increases will continue. Second, Several executives at Coca-Cola have a little more pop in their paycheck. The Atlanta-based soft drink giant gave out more than $2 million in bonus pay, that according to filings with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Its CEO, James Quincy, got the most nearly $1 million, while the bonus pay was just a third of the target amount the company set a year ago. The perks come just weeks after Coke announced a massive reorganization, cutting 1,200 U.S. jobs, as many as 850 in Atlanta. Third, A new $25 million medical office building is in the works for Buckhead. Developers are starting preliminary work across from Piedmont Hospital and the Shepherd Center. The building will fill the former parking lot in front of the Darlington Apartments, that complex known for its landmark population sign, which developers say will remain but be updated and made more modern. You can read about all of those stories on our website, atlantabusinesschronicle.com. We've reported many times on this podcast how the pandemic has disproportionately affected people of color from the perspective of health to wealth. Well, last year, Bank of America launched a $1 billion four year commitment to advance racial equality and economic opportunity nationwide for Black and Latinx communities. Here in Atlanta, that's playing out through various initiatives, including a $10 million grant announced last week to create the Center for Black Entrepreneurship at Morehouse College and Spelman College. I spoke with Wendy Stewart, Atlanta Market President for Bank of America, to find out more.
1: You know, when you think about what drives the economy in Atlanta and around the country, a lot of it is small business. And so we felt like there was a terrific opportunity for us to partner with Morehouse and with Spelman uh, and the Black Economic Alliance to create the Center for Black Entrepreneurship and think about, you know, how do we help students create a business? How do we help them launch a startup? And as the businesses are evolving, how do you translate that business concept and ultimately have a business that is something that can be scalable and that will create wealth. It's being called a first of its kind academic center. What makes this center unique in your in your mind? What for me, what makes it unique is the holistic approach. And so, you know, certainly this will is is going to benefit Morehouse College, Spelman College, but there's going to there there will be many, many others who can access the center. We're also looking at online courses and certification opportunities that will help anybody who wants to upskill their training, who wants to learn more around data science, coding, cybersecurity, et cetera. You know, those are all unique skills and, and important subjects to be conversant in. And being able to leverage technology and connect people who want to be able to do more of that, we feel like is another great Um, outcome of this partnership. When I read about that, some of the certification opportunities and online courses, um, I wondered, would those opportunities be open to maybe people in the community um, that aren't necessarily enrolled at Spelman or Morehouse, but might have an interest in upskilling to, to get better jobs? Yes, and that's absolutely, you know, when I think about some of our partnerships, You know, one of our Neighborhood Builder winners last year um, was the Russell Center for um, Entrepreneurship and Innovation. And so, you know, they've got folks that they're working with that I think would benefit from some of these certifications. And so, you know, as we look at how do we continue to leverage this investment in Spelman and Morehouse and also drive that out with some of our other partners in Atlanta who are doing – um, complementary work, we feel like there's a great fit for that, and that is something we're going to continue to explore, you know, with, with Atlanta having been, unfortunately, a poster child for uh, the nation's wealth gap. Is entrepreneurship sort of the way to go to close that? I think it's one of the ways. I don't think it's the only way, but I think it's certainly one of the ways, and I think the challenge with the entrepreneurship is that these you know, there's some great ideas but without access to capital and the ability to scale, a great idea saves a great idea. And so how do we connect those um, smart entrepreneurs with terrific ideas with potential investors? And that has to include venture capital and other sources of funding. And and that is something that we think is it's absolutely needed. We know it is. When you look at the amount of VC funding that is going to these types of businesses, it's very small. And so it is another thing that we think is really unique about the Center for Black entrepreneurship, and it's something that we think is going to make a difference.
0: Expanding venture capital to make a difference on that front, Wendy tells me Bank of America has invested in the Atlanta-based Fearless Fund. It describes itself as a fund built by women of color for women of color. There are a number of factors that inform a company's growth potential. Data from Endeavor Atlanta show that, in general, 25 percent of businesses grow beyond 10 employees. That number drops to 19 percent for black-owned firms. Well, the more a company grows, the greater its potential economic impact. Endeavor Atlanta is launching an accelerator specifically for black entrepreneurs. I spoke with Aaron Hurst, the group's managing director, to find out what Scale Up ATL is all about.
2: Yeah, ScaleUp ATL is a six to eight month non-dilutive program that supports a select group of Black founders leading high growth companies that are at the seed to series A stage. And it provides them really customized support at that critical point in their company's journey to try and scale to become a larger enterprise. Seed
0: to series A, so early stage companies.
2: Yes, early stage, but they've already found some level of what we like to call product market fit. So they have customers that are paying them. They have some semblance of a team. It might, it might be a small and mighty team, but they've hired employees and they have found, you know, an ability to generate significant revenue uh, within a market that they're, they're targeting.
0: Are there specific um, industries that you all are focusing on or is it across the board?
2: It's actually across the board. So that's one of the beauties of Endeavor is we are industry agnostic. Really, if the company has the chance to scale you know, to a, a, a formidable size, then it, it, it can be any industry.
0: Over the past year, we've heard a lot about different accelerator programs um, targeting uh, minority business owners, Black business owners and the like. Why is this so important? What's at stake?
2: There, there's a tremendous opportunity. We believe in the Atlanta ecosystem specifically to provide access to, you know, people and resources within the Black entrepreneurial community that they may not have had exposure to before. That can really support them. Um, and so, some businesses might have that potential to be a, you know, a very large company someday. And we want to make sure that there's not a barrier in our community that is keeping them from getting the right, you know, mentors, potentially the right capital, you know, even the right talent into their organization to make sure they capitalize on that opportunity. And that's, you know, these are businesses that will generate significant wealth for the founders, for the early employees, and eventually that flows back into the community and I think will inspire others in the future to maybe go out and start their own companies too.
0: How has the pandemic influenced the start of of scale up ATL? And the work that you all are doing at this point.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's it's funny you ask. So we we were launching our Birmingham scale up program, you know, weeks before COVID really hit. So late February, I think we were interviewing companies, and then it hit. You know, mid March things started shutting down, and I think what we learned was that um, you can actually create intimacy with a group, you know, over Zoom, which sounds crazy. But um, you know, we brought an executive coach in to help facilitate sessions. And by the end of the cohort, th- that was a very tight knit group of people that, you know, can call each other, you know, at any point in the future to get help or just to have a shoulder to cry on. Um, and then the second thing too is it really being able to do, you know, Zoom calls, it really knocked a lot of barriers down to get people to engage with our companies and mentor them that we might not have otherwise been able to because people aren't in their cars, their schedules are much easier to, you know, to get, get to, and we could get mentors from anywhere in the country versus really just focusing on the Southeast. Um, So that was a a really a big benefit for all the, all the founders too.
0: Scale-Up ATL will accept applications from Black entrepreneurs until April 1st. The six-month program kicks off in May. Some of the founders who are part of the Endeavor Atlanta ecosystem include Jewel Burke-Solomon, head of Google for Startups, Georgia Zee, founder of Lease Query, and Mark Wilson, CEO of Chime Solutions. Before we go, you may want to mark your calendar for an upcoming virtual event. Atlanta Business Chronicle will host the first defining Atlanta of the year. The topic, Atlanta as a Hub of Tech Talent and Diversity. That's Thursday, March 11th at 11 o'clock. You can find out more information on our website, atlantabusinesschronicle.com. Just click on the events tab. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Atlanta Business Chronicle's podcast. It's complicated, doing business during coronavirus. Thanks for listening. I'm Crystal Edmondson. Stay safe, everybody.